chapter 1 childhood days mama's boy under my father's eagle eyes it was a warm morning in june in bangalore and the holy month of ramzan had brought with it peace and tranquility as i looked out of the window of my house i saw tender green leaves on the trees shimmering with raindrops they looked freshly washed the greenery around the house and uh, the pleasant chirping of birds took me back to simpler times wonderful memories from way back i remember i was about 7 years old my family and i were heading out to madhuvankundi a village in karnataka's kiarpete taluka krishna rajapet taluka to collect the crop from the harvest of uh, our land this was an annual event it was an overnight journey in a bullock cart the curious me i gazed at the beautiful starry sky straining my neck out of the back of the cart the bullock's bells jingled cheerfully the ladies inside the cart noisily chatted about family affairs tomorrow promised to be an exciting day for picnicking and playing by the river i was happy as a lark watching the narrow village road disappearing quickly behind me my aunt turned to me with a mischievous glint in her cold rimmed eyes and said you know there are shaitans out there to get small children don't stick your head out too far don't stick your head out too far you might just disappear with one i shrank back filled with fear but also secret excitement as i imagined floating under the perfectly calm starlit sky in the dark silence there was no electricity to compete with the natural light spilling from the full moon to spoil my vivid imagination ha huh. i was born in a small town kiarpet in mandya district of karnataka at around midnight on november 30 1939 my parents were my father janab ke khasim khan sahib and my mother khairunnisa my father was first a school teacher and later set up a small business a kirana or a grocery shop in kiarpet in business he was a fine example of honesty and integrity even today he is remembered with fondness by the people of the entire taluka the fragrance he left behind still lingers on with people still thronging to his chemist store which functions even today actually i do not know much about my grandfather janab hasan khan as my father uh, did not talk a great deal about him i'm not sure if my grandfather was educated or not but i do know that he was a visionary and attached great importance to education i got this from the fact that he sent my father to mysore from his uh, far off village to pursue studies despite his limited means also i've seen a document where my grandfather has signed in english and his handwriting was exquisite my father studied in maharaja's high school in mysore up to the 8th standard this made him eligible for a job as a school teacher he had a secular outlook and got on well with both hindus and muslims he was a municipal councillor for a long time he had a positive frame of mind and i think uh, i have inherited this from him my father's favorite sport was uh, hunting he owned a licensed double barrel gun i remember an amazing adventure had occurred in the year 1950 when i was barely 11 years old in a village where i was studying the villagers were terrified by the presence of a leopard that had escaped from a forest and had entered the village the leopard had killed someone and people were on a high alert there was panic everywhere 
Some villagers came to us. The villagers informed my father about the presence of a leopard. He came to the village and with great difficulty gunned down the beast. As a young child, I was very proud of my father for this act. I had a sense of reverence and fear which prevented me from having an easy-going relationship with him. But we had respect and love for each other. He sensed that I would do something major with my life and sought to guide me in the right direction. My mother Khairunisa and her sister Khatunbi they lost their parents when they were small and they were brought up by their uncles. My father was around 20 years old and my mother was just 14 when they got married. Because of losing parents too early in her life, my mother did not go to school but she could sign her name in Urdu. Though she did not have any school or college degree, as a mother and wife she was truly empowered. Even while I was in high school, I was under my father's eagle eye. He wanted me to excel in studies. But with the help of my mother, I often skipped out to play badminton and football amidst the busy schedules of studies and tuitions. My mother's kindness and compassion influenced me greatly. When we talk about women's empowerment, some people think it is only about uh, women being in good jobs or uh, powerful positions in the society. But I think the women who work at home, taking care of the house, and children can also be highly empowered because of their organizational skills their ability to keep everyone together and their role in bringing affection kindness and joy into the home raising amazing kids responsible future citizens of our country my mother was the best example of this she would pamper all of us when i came home from school on friday she would cook my favorite dishes I would eagerly look forward to this journey even though it was a good 10 km walk. My mother would welcome me with unconditional love that only a mother can provide. She also gave me an additional 8 annas as pocket money every week. It felt like a king's ransom to me. Unlike many kids today who love to eat out, I vividly recall that I hated eating outside. because i loved my mother's cooking and did not feel the desire to eat anywhere but home i remember an incident when i was 8 years old we were attending a wedding out of town there was a lot of good food but it did not appeal to me i categorically absolutely refused to eat anything and survived on bananas the entire day it would have been quite a task for my mother i realize as i look back now to take care of so many children and do a wonderful job of it but my mother did this without any frustration or anger and with great deal of love and understanding i have inherited her patience and positivity in the face of challenges and this has been an invaluable asset in my sometimes turbulent life my mother wasn't educated academically but she was a wonderful presence in my life teaching me amazing life lessons her generosity and warmth taught me to respond to people without the barrier of an academic qualification ha a vital part of my happy childhood would be ignored if i did not mention my siblings i am one of six brothers and four sisters k yunus khan is the eldest brother followed by rahimunisa our eldest sister and then by fatima another sister two sisters jamila and dilshad are younger than me they are followed by four brothers k ahmed khan k rasul khan k ghaus khan k wahid khan my sisters completed school education but only one of them pursued higher studies my younger sister dilshad 
completed her masters in botany and went on to retire as a senior professor my elder brother yunus khan has a very interesting and creative personality he was quite good looking and uh, dreamt of having a film career he could have been a movie star but he followed his passion which was photography and took up cinematography for a short time he disappeared from home we used to receive postcards from bombay saying he is fine in hindsight i think the fast paced crazy world of films was uh, too much for him he returned home and began assisting my father in his small business my elder sister rahimunisa whom we fondly called appa was a source of strength and regularly came to bangalore to stay with me being childless she showered a lot of love and affection on my children she taught them arabic and was a religious counselor to the entire family two other siblings who are attached to me were my elder sister fatima and my younger brother ahmed khan fatima is older than me by 2 years and is a close confidant she was a link between my father and me i always shared my thoughts with her whenever my father and my brother were out of town she managed my father's shop and confidently handled the business my younger brother ahmed khan was with me in the hostel in mysore during his primary education and when i moved to bangalore he came with me he is a great source of support and strength to me in all my activities both political and social he is a lovable and helpful person and is an integral part of my family my two other brothers rasul khan and ghaus khan assisted my father in business my last brother wahid khan he is a talented person though he was not qualified in photography though he didn't have any formal training or formal qualification in photography his skill in this field is amazing unfortunately he fell into bad company and wasted his talents the happy and stable childhood that uh, my parents provided me was the perfect foundation to build my life on we all were brought up in a positive environment and nurtured well emotionally this allowed us to dream big and have self confidence i think it is very important for parents to give their children a happy environment for their potentials to unfold when i look back i recognize that god has blessed my family by allah's mercy we are a well knit family and when i compare my family with some of the families i'm thankful to allah for the bond that exists between us and the love and affection we have for each other school days and hostel life maths and science were nightmares pocket money to buy urdu newspaper i studied in kerpet in urdu medium primary school till grade 4 as there was no urdu medium primary school there from grade 5 to grade 8 i had to take admission in the urdu medium middle school in sindhghatta which was uh, around 8 to 10 kilometers from where we lived i was in middle school during the early days of our country's independence and i can still remember 15th of august 1947 India's first Independence Day celebrations. In those days, Sindhgatta was a small village without electricity and modern transport facilities. There, I stayed in the house of late Abdul Majid, who was an English teacher in the school where I had taken the admission. During my stay in Sindhgatta for about four years, I was very well looked after by the mother of late Abdul Majid, whom I fondly used to call Nanima. I was 9 years old then and it was unimaginable for a boy of that age to stay away from parents in a place where there was no electricity or even basic sanitation facilities but very soon I adjusted and my stay in such an atmosphere early in my life taught me that 
one can face any difficulty with positive approach and confidence as i mentioned earlier my father was a school teacher he had not studied beyond uh, the 8th standard education was a passion for him he was very keen on his children being well educated he also wanted us to have good communication skills in english even as a child i was very eager to learn about happenings outside in the world in addition to what we were taught at school i was keenly interested in political developments and with my weekly 1 rupee pocket money i used to subscribe to the urdu newspaper daily azad and the weekly aajkal to know about the political developments that were taking place after completing my 8th standard which was uh, then known as the lower secondary examination i went to krpet to pursue further education at municipal high school i was very happy to be back to my hometown our headmaster shri b nanjundeya was a highly learned person and a disciplinarian i became popular in the class right from the very beginning my leadership journey commenced from those high school days when i contested for the post of a class representative and won with a margin even though i was very shy person and my friend circle was limited to a few people i won with a big margin i here recall an intimate friend abdul rahman khamruddin he came from a very poor family background but a very bright student and a good debater in canada he later went on to become an advisor in the unesco i recall an event during my school days during a student's agitation against a fee hike by the school i was one of the students who were leading the agitation my friends and i used to go to the classes asking students to come out one teacher refused to let the class go and started taking attendance i got enraged and was about to snatch the register and tear it up but the teacher shri nanjundeya whom we used to call arin took the register away in retrospect i think that if by chance i had torn the attendance register i would have been suspended from the school and then my entire career would have turned out so different though it was a small step on the part of the teacher who took the register away it had a great impact on my life after completing high school my father wanted me to take up medical studies and become a doctor at his insistence i set off to bangalore to appear for an interview at the medical school on that day i went to a mosque to pray my father was with me i earnestly prayed that i should not get a seat in the medical college i should not get a seat in the medical college i should not get a seat in the medical college i was simply not interested in doing the medical course god was kind to me instead of joining medical college in bangalore i enrolled for bcom degree at dharmaprakash banumayya's college of commerce in mysore and this was way back in 1955 banumayya's college was very renowned for the education in commerce in mysore you might wonder why i chose to enroll for bcom well one reason is that i was weak in maths and science and although i passed my 10th standard with first class i wanted to pursue further education without these two subjects maths and science moreover since my father was a businessman pursuing commerce seemed to be a better idea than pursuing medicine in college in mysore learning lessons from hostel life college tours and 80 paise food bill mysore is one of the most beautiful cities in india nice weather clean air well planned clean city cultured well behaved soft people it is also known for its association with education especially mysore university in mysore i enrolled in d banumayya's college of commerce the only commerce college in state then yeah 1955 the college was uh, located in a rented building belonging to the maharaja of mysore 
I stayed in a rented room in the beginning and then shifted to Muslim hostel. An additional reason why I liked being in Mysore was that my elder sister lived there and occasionally I used to visit her. The BCom course was a four-year course, two years in intermediate in commerce and two years bachelor's degree in commerce. In college, I developed good contacts with fellow students. I contested for class representative post and was successful. Once we went on a college educational tour to Khargapur, Kolkata, Vizag and Chennai. The tour was a wonderful experience, particularly for a teenager like me. We were able to see big cities and also famous Indian Institute of Technology in Kharagpur, IIT Kharagpur. Similarly, I went on a North India educational tour to Bombay, Delhi and Agra. This was in 1958 when the first India Expo at Pragati Maidan was held. In Delhi, we stayed at the residence of uh, Mr. Shivaranjaya, a member of parliament from Mandya, Karnataka, on Feroz Shah Road. After 36 years, I happened to become an MP, a member of parliament myself and stayed in a house on the very same road. Such is destiny. I wonder how God destines different things for us and chooses us for different duties. At college, we had wonderful lecturers who taught us accountancy, economics and business law. The principal of the college, Shri B.V. Banmaya, was a fascinating personality, a very dynamic man. While we were doing BCom, he contested for legislative council from teachers constituency and we campaigned for him. He was elected to the council I never thought that one day I would also become a member of the same legislative council as my principal again this is how god decides our future my stay at the muslim hostel in mysore was a memorable one the hostel located in saraswatipuram in a big plot of land housed about 35 to 40 students most of them from maharaja's college and medical college and some from engineering colleges I was the only boarder from the commerce college. My father used to send me 60 rupees per month which was my monthly expenses for boarding and lodging, the college fees and my other expenses for the entire month. Today I cannot imagine having one single meal for that amount. The hostel food bill used to work out to less than 80 paisa per day including breakfast, lunch and dinner. Can you imagine? Hostel life can be a great experience and a great way to learn and to understand others and get along with them. I really enjoyed being in the hostel. Hostel life helped me in nurturing my leadership skills and making friends. The hostel had a poor boys fund for students who could not afford to pay hostel charges. I became the secretary of this fund and mobilized a substantial amount of money by selling calendars. Then I became the food monitor of the hostel and managed to provide good and clean food to the boarders at a reasonable charge. There used to be a competition among the elected food monitors as to whose bill would be less. I succeeded in providing a good meal a day for just 77 paise. Sounds like a fairy tale today, doesn't it? Later, I became the prefect of the hostel in charge of all the hostel activities. During my tenure as prefect, for the hostel day celebrations, I invited Shri Virendra Patil, who was then Deputy Home Minister of Karnataka and uh, who later became the Chief Minister of Karnataka as a chief guest. During my stay in the hostel for four years, we had excellent wardens who were professors in Maharaja College. I had the opportunity to work with four wardens. When I joined the hostel, Dr. Abdul Hafiz was the warden. He was a well-known psychologist. Other wardens in my time were uh, Dr. B. Sheikh Ali, 
who later became vice chancellor of Mangalore and Goa universities, uh, Professor Jalaluddin and Janab Khalilur Rahman, who taught Urdu and was also engaged in NCC. They are great people under whom I learnt a lot. My four years of stay in Mysore at the college and in the hostel were very memorable. I took my final BCom exam in 1959. However, I failed in one subject but that did not deter me from pursuing my future goals.